Why choose this green church? I came to TGT because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGT make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like, what things do, and that is what we That's why I love you. Glory to God. God is good. You know, last night, you know, before I was about to sleep, right? So this car blew its own. And it was like trumpet. Like like Jesus Christ had come. <laughs> but I had this this funny this feeling of peace that if it comes down, I'm good. You understand? There was no fear of ah, ah, I feel no make come. Yeah, that's it just just felt just thought about okay, what is not scared of the trumpet. I was like, ah, it's kind of, why, why not? It's good. So it's, it's a good assurance. I'm a child of God. I'm heaven bound. I'm not trying to make heaven. I'm in heaven. Hiya. Amen. So good. So you see, you're scared of the trumpets. Let's talk. Let's deliver you from the fear. All right? If you are in Christ, there's no fear of death. We live long, right? Oh, there's no fear of death. No fear in life. No fear in death. Right? Christ has paid the price. His death has made the way. He died and rose up again. He has made the way for all of us to enter in. So, if you are in Christ, you are in Christ. You are in heaven. Abi, if you are in Christ, you are in... Can you be in Christ and be in hell? So, if you are in Christ, you are in Christ. Glory to Jesus. So it, it, it gives comfort. It gives comfort. All right? It gives comfort. It's why we should also believe for our elderly parents, you know, parents that are 90, 100, maybe your grandparents or something like that, you know, believe for their salvation. So if they, if they pass, they're like, ah, it's party, yo. It's party. All right? Hallelujah. So pray for them. If you can, speak with them. All right? Don't, don't be afraid of it. Just talk to them. All right? They are probably more open than you think they are. Especially if they can see fruits of change in your life. I didn't plan on this ones, okay? Yeah. They can see fruits of change in your life. They can more easily receive from you. They can see your before and after. That, ah, before Tifei, God serious with God. Ah. Oman Binugon, Oman Konra. But these days, she's so loving, so forgiving, so easygoing. There's something about her faith that has changed her. When you have that kind of testimony at home, people can actually hear from you. But these are, these are, these are the challenges, okay? Many of, us are, many, many of us are more saved in church than we are at home. So it is still the same old you they've always known. So why then should they listen to you? People at home need your witness. They need your, your Christian living to believe your witnessing. 
They need to see your before and your after. There is a change in your character. Now, some people change, you change church, right? But you let, let your parents church and came here. Then you see that something is changing your life by being otherwise. It's just another new church. So, fruits of character validate your witnessing. Very important, okay? For those that live around you. So, hallelujah. So, Sha, if Christ comes now, no fear here. We are bowling, all right? Wow, you came back so early. Glory. <laughs> Any which way we are going, all right? So, there's no fear, all right? If you're in Christ, there's no fear, you know, of hell. You are heaven bound. Glory to Jesus. So, we have to then, if you know you are heaven bound, all right, there is no struggle to make heaven. Your job, is, your job is now, you know, to spread heaven around you, to live out God's goodness to the world around you. We spend too much energy thinking about not missing heaven, that is already a done deal. Instead of with our loving works, store up rewards for heaven. You know, our good works here, they lay for us a treasure in heaven. Now, we are all going to heaven, our, our train of God, but we don't all have the same rewards in heaven. So, our good works here on the earth store for us a treasure in heaven. So, do just do it. Just do your. Just think small, with the way you have to live your life. How is your treasure bank like in heaven? What is your treasure bank? Just raising arms, you know. Are you embarrassed by it? <laughs> All right. Yeah. So our good works store up for us a treasure, a treasure bank in heaven. So this should make us deliberately, you know, serve more, love more. Give more. Help people more. Because you know that you are laying up for yourself a treasure in heaven. Alright? So not just trying to escape into heaven. Okay? We are prepared. And we are, you know, preparing our reward banks by our loving service. Very important. Alright? Don't, don't just be okay with, you know, I will shall make heaven, shall? I will shall make heaven. Now, Paul talks about you know, that if we don't serve well, that there will be some feeling of loss in heaven. Some people make heaven right, but they will have, I, I need the fan, leave it, leave it. Amen. It's a very hot, hot afternoon. All right, hot morning. So, that some people make heaven right, but they will have this feeling of loss, that I'm in heaven right, but I didn't do as well I should have done. It's scriptural, all right? So, don't just be okay with, I will share, make heaven. And this is why we have to have the right theology. That if we keep making people think they have to work to make heaven, they, they keep using their energy for what's already done. Instead of, instead of you know, using their energy to stop rewards. So know that you're already in heaven. Done deal. So what's my reward system, like my reward bank like in heaven? That's like a different ballgame. So when you stop worrying, stop trying to sneak into heaven, the game changes for you. You know, how do people try to make heaven? They stop sinning. That's what they do, right? They stop lying. Or they try to lie and quickly say, God forgive me, God forgive me, you know, after every lie. Just so that if trumpets should sound, they've already said, God forgive me. That's not how it works. Amen. 
why am I going this route this morning? Let's just do it well. Let's do it well. Okay. <laughs> you know, once you are saved, you are in Christ. You don't go in and out by your mistakes. So, for example, you are saved right now or two years ago. Now, and you now lie now. You don't go out of Christ because you lied. What saved you is your faith in Christ, not your works. So, you don't become unsaved by your work, your mistakes. Otherwise, when you sin, and before you could say, Lord, forgive me, Christ comes, you go to hell by seconds. By technicality, you know, <laughs> you just missed your I'm sorry by a few seconds. Some people pray every night at 10 p.m. So before they pray, they first say, God forgive me for everything I've committed, knowingly or unknowingly, consciously or unconsciously, in thoughts, in words. So they pray at 10 p.m. every day. So the guy sinned at 5. He prays at 10 for forgiveness. And Christ came 9.59. So, is it going to miss heaven by seconds? No. You are saved by grace through faith. Your salvation is a free gift from God. So, once you are in Christ, your word is no longer how to make heaven. You are in heaven. John says, now we have eternal life. It's not what we have. Now we have eternal life. It's not what we have. We already have it now. Ephesians 2 says, we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. So right now, you are, just, you are in earth, but we are also seated in heaven. You are not even standing, you are sitting. There's comfort, there's cushion. You're at home in heaven. So with that said, I now have to change my focus from trying to make heaven to living like an heavenly citizen. From trying to get visa to Yankee to living like a Yankee person. Because now are you in Yankee? Replace Yankee with heaven so it helps your clarity. <laughs> now are you in heaven? So you're no longer trying to enter. You are more cautious about, you know, learning to live like one who is in heaven. It's a different ballgame. You are already a citizen. You are now learning the culture. Esther, I didn't to see you. To live out the culture. Hallelujah. So, crafted by love. Now, my, my summer right now. So, one major culture of every citizens is what? Love. In fact, it's our major culture. In John 13, 35, Christ said, By this, they will know. You are my what? Disciples. If you fast and pray. If you rebosh. To get your office on Monday morning. I'm a Christian now. Is that how they know you're a believer? Oh, bless you, sir. Bless you, ma. Bless you, sir. Everybody in office, sister. Sister, sister, Paul. Brother Femi. Brother Angela. We are known as disciples by our love work. It's not about how well you can cram scriptures. Amen. It's by how well we love. All right? So you're a love child of a love God. You are made by love. You are made for love. And you are made to love. Love is your nature. Just as it's God's nature. Love is your nature. So when you are walking in love, 
You are showing your real face. You know that, 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 that joke? This is not my real face. So, uh-huh. When you are working in unforgiveness, that's not your real face. When you are working in love, forgiveness, in mercy, in kindness, in goodness, you are showing your actual face. When people say, I will show you my true color, they are lying. If you are saved, your true color is forgiveness. It's love. They offended you. They really offended you, right? Your real color I, that you will show is what? It's forgiveness. So when we love, we are acting like God. When we forgive, we are acting like God. So, so when battles happen in our world, and people say God is punishing the world, they are misquoting God to certain things. Because if God t- t- teaches you to forgive, it means he's also a forgiver. If God says to forgive, it means that God is much more forgiver than I am. So, when we see evil in our world, it's not God pouring down evil and vengeance. That can be love now. So, for example, in, in 9-11, when, you know, the, 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 the World Trade Center, the, the Twin Towers collapsed, some of us are saying, it is God's judgment on America for homosexualism, for kinikor, kinikor, it is God's anger, God's judgment. Ah, you have to chill, though. Okay? You don't, you know, <laughs> with your theology, put devil's works as acts of God. People are blackmailed. Even, even, even our insurance now, they call it acts of God. It's blackmail. It's not God. Alright? Because God is forgiving. God is merciful. God is loving. So, when we see bad in our world, don't say God did it. Let's put the blame where the blame is. Man's, you know, Man's bad actions, okay, helped by the devil. So when, when, when COVID also came, people said, you know, it's God that sent COVID. No, he did not send COVID. He did not send COVID, okay? Let's put the bad things where they belong, okay? Evil is sourced in the devil. God is the redeemer, okay? Jesus is the redeemer, is the forgiver, is the healer, is love. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, First John 4. First John 4, verse 7. Let's go together on the screen. Let us love one another, for love comes from God, and everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Does not know God because God... Look at that. So, he's saying, if I belong to God, number one, and if I actually really know God, I will love. It's not by how well I can prophesy. If, you know, we, we think that people that can prophesy, that they actually talk to God one-on-one. That's the thing of, ah, that guy can see clearly. This that him and God, you know, they are very close. It's not really so. The gifts of the Spirit... Okay, seeing eyes, hearing, hearing ears, hands that hear the sick and all that. They are gifts. They are not rewards for good behavior. So when you see a believer, people make mistakes. When I see this brother in church that used to prophesy, you know, his tongues is sweet. He can, <laughs> when he sings, you have goosebumps. That thing is anointing. No, it's love, amen. Emotions, attraction, maybe. All right. People now begin to say, you know, because he can prophesy in church and he speaks, his tongue is very, very good. You think, ah, he's a mature believer. Oh, he's in the choir. Wow, I must be 
mature. Yes, I want, I want people are good. Don't, 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 you know, don't. <laughs> but you get my point, right? Those things do not define Christian character. Being a pastor, being able to hear the secrets there and all that, do not define, do, do not define Christian maturity. We see maturity in your love work. We see that you know God by how you love. If I really know God, I will love people. So if I don't love, I don't know God. If I don't show empathy, I don't really know God. Doesn't matter how, how sound my doctrine is. If it's not showing in how I love people, I don't know God. If I really know God, I will love people. So just do personal appraisal. How well do you know God? Call yourself sincerely. Pastor, don't tell us, okay? Sasha will not catch you. Amen. So, <laughs> how well do you know God? So, now, it now begs the question how well does a Nigerian average Christian know God? Now, in Lagos, right, or in Nigeria, so Nigeria is half Christians, you know, so we, have, we, have, we have more, more Christians than, Christian than Muslims. Just a little, a little fifty percent Christians, like fifty three, forty seven, they're about. Like half of right, Nigeria, Christians, Christians, Muslims. Now, with the way our country looks, does it actually look like we know God? With the anger in our faces in the morning, going to work, get out, wait in here, mm, bye bye, mm, 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 mm. and you're, they stick out of church <laughs> at the back of your car. Some people wouldn't even leave church. They're fighting fight in the car park. I've seen it before. You know, they even fight in church bus. They fight, they fight in church bus. In church bus, they fight that church bus. So, how well does the Nigerian church know God? There is something wrong with how we practice Christians in this country. So, I, I just told the white guys, white Christians came to Nigeria, and they saw people's car with sticker, with church sticker, throwing deaths from the window. They were like, where we come from, that is cultish behavior. Like, you will not see a Christian do that where we come from. How come you could carry Jesus' sticker with Bible at your back of the, of the car, and you open your window, wind down, and throw death out? Now, what kind of church are you put in Nigeria? So, another appraisal. Do you wind down to throw death out? Guys, I'm sure, I'm sure the guys are not here today. They didn't come. Because you have, have good guys. Do you bring out your, you know, your junior to pee by the roadside? Think it's well. Don't, say, don't tell anybody. You just do. Mm. <laughs> just do. Mm. Or just face down. Okay? Don't look up or we'll catch you. <laughs> if we love God, we will love people. Come, come to church yesterday and this morning, you know, just by our room, you know, you can see the drainage. It's filled and packed up, and water has spilled into the road since Wednesday or, or Tuesday that rain fell. The place is still blocked, and there's water all over the road. And we are three minutes from Secretariat, three minutes from Governor's office. Are we believers that you jam your gutters full? You throw things in the gutter. 
Well, yeah, believe as I doesn't matter. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not Christianity. It doesn't matter. You can pray, you can pray in tongues. But you, you wash your clothes through the main dress. On. This is that's not coming around us. We need to wonder what kind of faith are we learning from church? What, what, what kind of Bible are you reading? If you love God, you will love people. You will care for people's welfare. Amen. Glory to God. So, that person in the local government office that is stealing money is likely a believer or likely a religious person. If you're a believer, the person is a Muslim, but everybody, just, everybody claims to be serving God, right? But the person is likely a religious person. How come our religion doesn't, doesn't get to, it's not practical? Why is it in the sky? Why, is it not, why, can't, why can't we see it in how people live their lives? Why are we more Christian-like in church out of church, are just regular guys. Just a regular guy. All right? If I love God, I will love people. Because God is love. And if I know him, his character will reflect on mine. I will see the world through his loving eyes. Don't forget that for God so loved the world. It isn't just love. God so loved. He gave his only son. God loves the world. And the world there, it's not, it's not just the people. It's the people and the systems. The people and its culture. God loves the world. So, if God loves the world, I ought also to love the world, the people and its systems, to care for how the world is. I cannot say I love God and be looking evil in my society. Just in God, just let us Or let me just jump you know, you know what is funny? That you see foreign Christians leave their comfort to Africa to serve as missionaries. But we here jack for comfort. They are coming here to serve. We are running there to jack for comfort. All we think about is Japa comfort. It's because we have been taught wrongly. Our, our Christianity is broken. Our Christianity is badly broken. It is badly broken. Real faith cares to solve problems. Real love cares for people. If your love for God doesn't care to solve problems for people, your love for God is fake. You are a clanging symbol. Empty basket. Okay? <laughs> so, it's, it's, it's sad to see, see the way our Nigeria is. If we really love God, it will show. It will show in your gutter, part of your house. Amen. I saw a church somewhere in Ikeja, front of the church. Now the church is on the road. Now you know, I want it, I want to see inside. This one is on the road, back is um, um, a ground floor church, just a, a bungalow church, right by the roadside. Okay, and the gutter was filled and pouring out in front of the. So pastor will pass there, we go out and come in. They'll go and worship God and come out right where. If we love God, it will show. Let's go on. So, I don't show my love for God or people by my tongues. By how I can quote scriptures. It's in how I love people. It's in the practical things. It's in the practical things. Can we become practical believers? Practical ones. Not just 
knowledge of God that is in the sky. But seeing see how we can use that love to care for those around us. Amen. All right? Um, verse, verse 9. Verse 9. Let's go. This is how God showed his love amongst us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. All right? This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent us his son. Are we together? For, for our sins. 11. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Look at that. Please pause. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. So our response to God's love is loving people. Loving people. Practical love. Loving people practically. That's our response to the love of God. Let's go on. 12. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. Alright? This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He has given us of his spirit. Alright? 14. And we have seen, 35, that the Father sent his son to be the savior of the world. 15. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the son of God, God lives in him and they in God. 16. And so we know and rely on the love that God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. See, see I seen this. True God reflection is in us living out love to people around us. It's in the small things for the big things. It's in living out love to those. Being kind. Being helpful. Being neighborly. Pay someone's ticket. Just be nice. Be kind. Someone's in the bus with you and the money is not complete. They're asking the person. Drop the extraordinary. Man, cut your lunch, right? But at least someone is saved from embarrassment. It's in, it's in just it's in the everyday practical things. All right? This is our 17. This is our love is made complete amongst us so that we have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. Look at that. There is no fear in love, but perfect love does not fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. Look at that. 19. We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God, yet hates a brother or sister, is a liar. Look at that. For what does one of your brother or sister who they can see? How can they love God whom they have not seen? Do you see this? 21. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother or sister. So if I can't love people I, who I see, why do I say I love God? If you cannot love your neighbors, your colleagues, your boss, your country, the people, and care for them, how I love God that I've not seen. If I can't act in love to my partner, my wife, my children, how do I love God that I've not seen? <laughs> Hallelujah. So the one that loves God must compulsorily love people. If I don't love people, I cannot say I love God. So the believer is a love child that ought to, you know, live out this love to the world around us. 
the more I grow in working in love, okay, the more I accurately show out, you know, my Christian maturity. I am as mature as my love work. So when we form mature believer, but you are judgmental, you're not mature. You're just a Pharisee. You are quick to say, that one is wrong. You are, you are, quick, you are, you are more quick to, show, to, to point out wrongs than to point out rights. You are not mature in love. You're not mature in Christ. Alright? You don't forgive easily. You're not mature. You're a baby. It doesn't matter how long you've been saved. Glory to God. So love. Knowing now where God has loved you. Let his love flow through you to the world around you. Let, let his love also guide how you see the world. Let God's love guide how you see the world. I cannot say that God loves us and tell me that God's plan for the end times is for the world to suffer. It's not consistent. That's we are in end times. Now we do. There's one here. Should we be in end times? Should we be in end times? No. You know, yes, there is evil, right? But the evil is not the will of God. So we have to see the world, you know, through God's loving eyes. Solve problems. Think what makes make the world better. We have to change how we see our end time theology. It's faulty. It's badly broken. It's why we have believers that are useless to anybody. Because they're not thinking of how to rush into heaven. End time. The only is that the world will be born, I will jump out to heaven. Can you change how you see the, how you see this end time? Because this end time started how many years ago since Christ left. In that period, what I started to better, not worse. The world has improved in that time, not worse. Now we have healthcare, we have internet, we have power. So the world is not actually, you know, crashing and burning. Do you understand what I'm talking about here? From years back, if you're, if, you're, if you're pregnant, you know, it's a bigger, it's a bigger worry. More, more people die from being pregnant. But now we have more, more, it's getting better in that. You know, so don't just, don't just change, uh, don't just be seeing that, you know, the world's going to get worse and worse. No. Doesn't, doesn't have to. It can't, right? But it does not have to. That is not God's will for the world. So yes, there are cycles of, of evil. But those evils, you know, they are not the will of God. So stop seeing the world as it will crash and burn. Rather see how you can redemptively make change happen. Let your eyes see how can I solve problems with love. What part will I play for a better tomorrow? So you see, the unsafe people just care for the world. Climate change and all that kind of stuff. They are involved. But we, we are doing, ah, in the time, it will burn. Can we change how we think? So that we don't waste God's power at work in us. So we can channel God's power into our world to solve problems. Change how you see the world. See the world through God's loving eyes. For God so loved the world. Right? Amen. Hallelujah. So, your life, because God, God is love, and God made you, alright? Your life has meaning. You are significant. There is Purpose to your life. You're not just some random bloke that just came to the earth. Your life has meaning. You have value to offer. There are things in you that your world needs. You have gifts, abilities, 
you know, God's inclination that the world needs one of you. There are things in you that can bless your world. There are ideas in your brain. You, you, you need to bet because your world needs it. And it's, 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 not, always, it's not always in the, in, in the grandest things. Sometimes it's even in the small things. Like, like can, can make people laugh. You just have a natural ability to make people laugh. Just a natural comedian. Everywhere you go, people laugh everywhere you go. Can you begin to see it as a gift from God to bless your world? Not just, eh. People just laugh where I go. Can you begin to see those things as God's work in you to bless your world? Can we see purpose? Purpose beyond, beyond the grandly spiritual things to the practical things that, that God has given, given us already? Can we see God in the practical things? Like you smell so when, when you smell people are happy around you. Can you see God in it? Can you see love in those in those small expressions? Amen. That you're a good care, you're a good caregiver. You actually have you have natural natural ability to, to, to care for sick people or for old people. Can you see purpose in those things? It's, it's not always now grand those things that there's ministry in the little things. There's ministry right there. You speak well. There's ministry right there. Speak the truth. Speak well. Sp- speak and uh, speak hope. S- speak uh, encouragement. Speak speak good values. See ministry in the little things. Amen. So your life has significance. There are things that God has put in you to bless your world. Before you were from your mother's womb, you know, He knew you. Okay, you're not random. Jeremiah, Jeremiah one five. Jeremiah one five. Jeremiah one five. Doesn't matter how they gave it to you, right? God has a purpose for your life. God put purpose into you right from the womb. All right, let's go together. Jeremiah 1 5. Want to go? In the womb, I knew you. You see that? So, right there in the womb, God wired purpose into us. Doesn't matter how you are conceived. Randomly, okay, unwanted child, mistake pregnancy, does not matter. Right there in the womb, God wired purpose into you. God wired meaning to your life. My parents don't like me. Yes, I, I, I understand, right? But there's a purpose to your life. It might look annoying, look, you know, random, look awkward, look, you know, just there. Nobody sends I'm just... My parents have seven, um, for example, I have ten kids. I'm number eight, really. I'm just giving an example, not me. <laughs> you get my point, right? That who, who, who sends me this life? My daddy has 20. I'm 18. There's purpose to your life. God, where purpose, meaning, into your life from the womb. My look right now, you're poor, broke, everything's not working right, but there's purpose to your life. All right? God wired purpose to you. Galatians 1 15. Galatians 1 15. Galatians 1 15. One to go. Galatians 1 15. Galatians 1 15. Alrighty. One to go. But when God set me apart from my mother's womb, called me by his grace. 16. Let's just do 16, okay? 16. To reveal his son in me, so that my preaching among the Gentiles, I made a response not to consult with any man. But this is the idea that right from the womb there was purpose. So there's purpose to your life. Find out that when we were kids, even though you, you didn't know much, right? We had certain, certain, certain desires, certain wants. 
you're not born again, right? But there's just things about just, just things you add natural love for. Purpose was probably speaking already. So there are things about you that God has put in you to bless your world. Your life is valuable. You are significant. Your world needs you. Unique you. The world needs your own smile. Someone needs your own, someone needs your hug. Someone needs your, your good-naturedness. The world is your opinion. There's purpose. There's purpose to your uniqueness. You are not random. All right? Luke 12, 6 7. Luke 12, 6 to 7. Luke 12, 6 to 7. Build your church. Build it from the ground up. Build your church. Build your church. Build your. That guy. All right, let's go together on the screen. <laughs> are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? Yet not one of them is forgotten by God. Seven. Indeed, the very ends of your air are all numbered. Do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. So God knows the air on your head. You are that valuable. Even if you are bad, you only have air left and right. No air here, right? You, you are valuable. You are significant. Talk about far. Okay, let's focus, okay? Let's, let's, let's focus. Just, everybody, just face your phone. Just face me, okay? <laughs> Amen. You are significant. God knows those details. If he cares for the sparrow, how much more? You say sparrows are like, they are five for, for 20 naira. They're that cheap, right? But he cares for you. He knows, he, he cares for them. How much more you? So your life is not just random and chance. Your life has value. Your life has meaning. Your shape has value. I'm not just, just fat and, you know, how people just yab everybody. You are fat. You are Your life has meaning. You are valuable. It's not you are, you are, you know, you are hourglass. No. You are valuable. You have meaning. You are lovable. You are worthy of receiving love also. God has plans for your life. Amen. So, can we begin to look within? I begin to see how we can use our God-given gifts to bless our world, to serve people, to help people. It's just, just out, it's, it's just that not make friends easily. Can you begin to, you know, deliberately, you know, use this to bless people around you? Amen. Hallelujah. All right? Your significance, you have value. So, serve with these things in love to the best you can. Serve with love, okay? Just serve with love. The death of people just keep serving with love, all right? Now, many times people pray for purpose, which is good, right? Okay? But many times, the purpose is already in your desires. You're thinking, you're thinking God to come and tell you, my son, Damilari, your purpose is to build the next big mobile app that we do want to, want to, want to, want to, want to. Many times, right, God is speaking through your desires. Philippians 2. 2 13. See, God lives in you. He speaks to you. Many times through your feelings, through your desires. Get my point here. So 
Is it possible that you already know God's will for you? Because what you're waiting for, thus says the Lord. This is your will. Let's go. For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. He works in you to will. That desire, that, you know, that, 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 that passion you have, is it possible that it's God that's already speaking his purpose through you? So stop waiting. As you pray for clarity, right? Take action. Don't just sit there praying for years. God, show me, show me, show me your purpose. You'll be there for three years. Show me your purpose. You're not doing anything. Begin to save what you have, like you're doing a ministry, like it's purpose. If all you do is you're a bank teller, right now, that's what you're doing right now. Be, do it with purpose, with love. Amen. Whatever you're putting in your heart as you say, do it well. Because you, have, you have some interesting ideas, you know. Maybe it is God speaking to you already. So stop waiting. Start doing. As you go on and take action, you have more clarity. It is easier to steer a, mov- a moving vehicle than a stationary one. Easier to lead someone that's already taking action than, than one that is just there waiting. I can tell you, okay, turn right, you turn. Not that you are there standing waiting. You'll be there. You know in Acts 16, Acts 16, verse 6 to 10. Acts 16, 6 to 10. Acts 16, 6 to 10. Build your church. Okay, right there. Even this song, I like this song so much, okay? All right, let's go. Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of, of Prigia and Galatia, having been kept by the Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. Please note that down. All right? Seven. When they came to the border of Mysia, they tried to enter Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them. Note that again. All right? Eight. So they passed by Mysia. And went down to trials. Yeah. During the night, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging him, Come over to Macedonia and help us. After Paul had seen the vision, they got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God has called us to preach the gospel to them. So, what happened there? They were taking action, and God did not say, Okay, not there. So, try this. No, not that one. We're not there, waiting and saying, God, where should we go? Where should we go? One year, where should we go? They had an action bias. So you prepare, attempt something, do whatever God has put on your heart already. Take action there. So, so God cannot tell you, okay, not there, turn right. But don't sit there waiting. Be, have an action bias. Take action. God is already speaking through your desires. Move. Take action. Why you are praying? Keep taking action. So you have your business idea. Stop waiting and saying, God, show, show me clearer. Give me vision. It may never happen. Take action. Okay? Let those good things that God has put on your heart come out and bless your world. Sometimes it's even in the small things like okay, God, God tells us, bless you, a great job. And he just told you, to, okay, my, my daughter, fund charities. Give that family some money. Every month. It's not just little things, right? Feed the hungry around you. There's purpose to those things. Alright? Some people even call to run foster homes. Just like children. And you know your heart that God has called you to care for children that are not your own. Much of those things, there's purpose to it. It's grand. Or you haven't called to be full as husband or wife. 
I don't know how that works, right? <laughs> is it possible that, that you raise the next big thing? There's purpose in those things. I'm just telling us, let's break these things down to be practical, to solve problems from a place of love. All right. Back to First John 4. Hallelujah. Are we together? Is it going well? Are we learning? Good, good, good. All right, let's go. Seven. No, no, no. 20. Verse 20. Verse 20. All right, let's go together. Whoever claims to love God, yet hates a brother or sister, is a what? A liar. What does not love their brother and sister, whom they have seen, cannot love God, whom they have not seen? 21. And has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother or sister. James 2, 14, 17. James 2, 14 to 17. Together. What good is my brothers and sisters? If someone claims to have faith but no deeds, can such faith save them? 15. Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. Okay? End of the verse says to them, Go in peace. Keep warm, be well fed, but us nothing about your physical needs. What good is it? Again, 17. In the same way, faith by itself is not accompanied by action, is dead. Now, for us church people, if all we do to the needy and oppressed is bless you, it is well with you. Be well fed. I won't feed you, sir. Not that I'll feed you, sir, but be well fed. My God shall supply. Be well fed. He says your love work is not complete. He says your faith is fake. So, we as church, as one, as individuals, and as a church as one, you know, if we really love, we'll go beyond preaching it to doing it. We'll build hospitals, build schools that people can afford. It's not a struggle, sincerely. It's just me saying my own thoughts. Just me sharing my own thoughts. All right? Get involved. Speak for, speak for justice. Speak the truth. Be involved in politics also. Try to, try, to, try to engage and see change happen. Because we love the people. Won't just say, I will jackpot. You know, I will go to heaven. Or, I have two citizenship. If he born here, I'm off, man. People leave their countries to here to help us in problems. People actually come to war, war torn areas. They are foreigners in the north. Doing Red Cross, doing those things in the north. In the heat of war. So, my thoughts cannot be just be how I will escape. Number one, now it's, it's, not, it's, not even, it's not even fully, fully burnt yet. Can we begin to talk about how to fix it? Can we actually get involved? The Nigerian church is blessed with people and resources. What are we teaching them? Amen. If we love God, we will love people. We will solve their problems. 
If we dare to, God will provide for us to do it. Where is the vision? There will be provision. At least we get to start, right, and believe for God to grow it. We'll build schools, teach, teach courses. Yeah, last year we did a course on, you know, on development, on, on Flutter, on coding. It worked. Someone, 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 someone got a job from it, okay? It worked. People have learned skills through those things. Can we see ourselves doing more of that? Not just, my God bless you, my God provide for you, Jerry will do it for you. Can we work with God to make it actually practically feasible? Vocational courses, schools, trainings, welfare programs. Those things are spiritual. They are godly. Now we do it here. When I pray for the sick, when I just bless you and say, be fed, it's spiritual. When, when, I, do, when I do training for you, it's physical. We are being very funny. It's down, it's normal, now it's nothing. It's not even, people, people even yap churches for doing it. That, why are you opening school? Is that what God, that what God called, you, called you to do? Are we okay? No, but are we, 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 our brain is in the sky, not in, not in heaven, in the sky, in the cloud, seeing bubbles. People are hungry, unskilled. They're asking me if it's church thing to teach them how to make money. Are you okay? How would they eat? So, bless you, sir. Bless you, ma. He has no house to live in. Bless you. No skill to feed his family. Bless you, sir. Bless you, ma. The Lord loves you, brother. The Lord loves you. Your dreams will come true. They will come true for you. This is my point, okay? When we live out practical love to people, we are showing God's love. Isn't it practical things? The practical things. So can we, you know, I have interesting dreams, though. And we'll start one wish, I will start one wish. Me, this church, we will have preschool. I don't know how we'll do it, though, but we'll do it. And it won't be cheap. It won't be, be not, it won't be useless. It won't be worthless. It will be quality education that will be free. I don't know how, but we're going to do it. Christ fed 5,000 5, with five bread. It's possible, guys. It's possible. It's possible. It's po- so let's have loving dreams for our world, loving dreams to solve problems. Real Christianity is shown out. It's not just in preaching and teaching. You must show it. You know, I feel sad when I see that our activists are usually unsafe people. And I'm wondering why people that are talking about, about our problems in Nigeria, they're not church guys. We were just chilling in church or jackpine outside. They are more caring about the issues in society than we are. But we say we are, we are loving ones. We are children of God. We are loved. See, and turn our journey. You that you are so spiritual, you don't care for people around you. People are dying in your country, you don't care. You don't even speak out. You just do, as a member also, they are exempted. I know you are. But can you care for people outside you? Can you speak out for, for, speak for justice? Speak against oppression? Even in your school. Start from your school. Your neighborhood. Hallelujah. James 1. James 1. That's new. I'm sorry. James 1. You know, I believe strongly that if we, if it's Nigerian church will change how we teach, we can change this country. If, we, if it's less what we can amass, I'm going to bless us. 
or how we escape to heaven. And we make our faith practical, solving problems. In every way we can, loving people will change this country. We have the numbers to do it. We have the what the numbers to do it. All right, verse 16. Sorry, I'm coming. I want to get it. Is this 16? No, no, not 16. Hold on. Okay, verse 26 and 27. All right, James 1, 26, 27. Want to go? Religious. And yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues. They save themselves and their religion is worthless. So we just yab everybody. Glass goes everywhere. They are fake. Okay? It's not that I said it to James that said it. Let's go. 27. Religion that our God and Father accept as pure and faultless is this. See this, see this. To look after orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself from being polluted by the world. Real religion is helping the needy. You understand? It's practical. Real religion that God accepts is helping, being concerned about people's welfare. About our country, our society. This country is too unjust. As in, the, 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 it's too, is it unjust? I'm sorry. Okay, it's too unjust. It's, and that's many Christians. I have Christians in power. Some people steal money and give tight in church. And give testimony on the altar. Pastor, I bought a new Jeep, 20 million. But we know you are a civil servant. You know, if we are a sincere country, right, it will show, you know, in our civil service, in the pay structure. So I heard that your, your IGP, it's a salary, 300K. It's a salary. IGP is 300K. IGP, 300K. There are people in that 20, 20, 23, 25. Any much more than that. A man, there's kids who go to university. How much is school fees now? Even in, even in state school, how much is it now? 150K, 250K. They will eat. They will clothes. They will pay rent. They will fuel his car. Even if you can even buy a car. 300k. You now tell the man to lead policemen that have guns. And you assume that they will not use those guns to take care of themselves. I don't like what I think, Kesha. So the policeman on the road, maybe like, maybe like 40k or 50 with our inflation. And you give him a gun. You give him a gun. And the guys, they carry big guns. Can you make it imagine what will happen when they have kids that, that need help at home? Now it is when your, when your child needs, 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 needs something. They have to pay school fees. You give him a gun to go out. Can we begin to build love into our systems? Practical love.
Change will come. I know change will come. I know. Me, I know. But it's true us. It's true the church. If the church change, changes in values, the world will take, will, will take, will take note. It will reflect in our world. We have the numbers to make change happen. If Lagos Christians act like real Christians, we will see change. Amen. So, even your career, your job, build empathy into it. People fed before profit. I like profit too. In my head, I'm a capitalist to the extreme. So, I have to remember that I'm a child of love. People first before profit. If you build for people with empathy in mind, profit will come back to you. Why do we use Apple products? They are costly, right? But we just feel like we feel like it's built with empathy. It's, it just feels like, you know, they 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 LA. It just feels like, you know, you get now, like they built, they, they respected you with the building. So we don't mind paying the extra. People won't borrow money to buy Apple products. People go and queue to buy it when they launch it. I don't think came for Samsung, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you get my point, right? That feeling of they, res- they value you. Even if they the package their, their, their product launch, uh-uh. the extra quality to it, the extra, you know, the packaging, the, you know, Igbekale, amen? The delivery. So, in what you do, in what you do, how are you factoring love and empathy into it? You're a teacher. You teach kids. Are you all bony on, on a Monday morning? No, no, you're teaching kids and all the Don't touch me. Kid, you're going Empathy. You're a builder. You build homes. And the windows are, you know, small windows, everywhere. small windows, as though you're, you're struggling. Hey, Jesus. <laughs> small windows. The kitchen, they are doing like this. What's part they are doing? To pass in the kitchen, yeah. <laughs> you know how we build houses now? Eh? What, 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 what is the two bed before? It's not two flats. What is the one, one, one flat of two beds? Now, two flats. So you do like this, we read the word. <laughs> are you building empathy into your design? A tailor. Is there empathy in the delivery of it? Do we have to use scissors to cut rope every time to cut rope from the seams? So I'm going to ask the money. Scissors or blade? You mean cha cha? Cha cha. Cha cha because you just did any effort. It's fine outside, but inside the Yamayama. Empathy. Empathy. Do you care for how your users use your products? Not, not just for profit, right? Just be a Christian. You serve with love. It is in the small things. Yeah, you are a guy. You know, is it just, let's just finish and leave go to the next I'm tired. Let's put next please. 
or are you deliberately going the extra mile that my works will show empathy and love? You are a CEO of a company. You drive mad jeep. Salary, 20k, 30k, 50k. Even that one guy, not paying it well. So before you pay everybody, you first buy your new car first. If you not money not remain, you pay salary. Some people come, they come and tell me, sir, I can see my bosses, I can see the company's cash flow. I see the income. But it took, it gave us salary cut in COVID. But, but money, money came in more. But it's paying less. And, you, and you, you're a believer. You give testimony in church. God is blessing you. You're a fraud, sir. You're HR. Everything is wala. These are the small things, though. Your company chair, people's back are breaking it, breaking at work. But your office, you're the HR or CEO. Your chair is king size. Everything is fine. Foam here, foam here. Everything is balanced here. It's in the small things, little things. So all your tongue talking is not showing in the small things and you're not doing well. Urban planning. Everywhere is just ugly. You don't beauty care. Who cares for beauty? When there's money to be made. Beauty. Why beauty? Let's just build another another house on the house. Another one on the house. Who cares for beauty? People need to see beauty. See gardens. See grain. See, see waterfalls. One day you'll be a big person, though. Know. You'll be governor or counselor. We see you have yellow boss in your time. Yellow boss, just enter the boss. He'll cut your hand. That's the before. You have to rush inside. You have to rush inside. Cram, that's cut your hand. You don't have to wait till you are big. Though. It starts now. Whatever God has called you to do, empathy love, going the extra mile to serve people. People first before profit. In a country where, where, where there's no customer care, where it sucks, if yours is good, you, you, you've asked business, go the extra mile to serve people, you'll likely succeed better. Because people, people just look for that one business that cares for people. Nigerian ISP, you subscribe for, for 30 days, 100 gig. Out of 30 days, how does not work? Nobody tells you sorry, oh, take, 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 take extra time. Nobody. The money and the kidney is gone. Nobody cares about that. Even though for half of the month, it did not work. Server was down. It's, it's, it looks normal, right? It's madness. <laughs> you think they'll tell you, ah, you know, for so and so days, we know, right? Take two more days. But somebody sends you. You go and pay another one. It's, it's, not, it's madness, so that's, that's become normal. Change how we think. Let's rise together. God, I love. I have grace to love. I will pray this morning. I have grace to build love into what I'm doing. I have grace to love. 
to love, to love sincerely, to love practically, not just lofty words and you know and and and, and strong vocal dexterity in your tongues, but Lord, real love, real love. I will pray this morning. I see your grace are fresh to love, fresh grace to love, to care for people, to be kind. To forgive easily, to share, to show concern, to pray for my country, to speak up for justice. Lord, receive grace this morning. Receive grace this morning. Receive grace as sister this morning. To live in love. To not just simply unlook evil in our world, but to get involved to make change happen. I'm loving, I'm considerate, I'm kind, I'm noble. The world will see me and see that, okay, this guy actually loves. His love is real. His love is true. But I will thank you this morning for fresh grace to love. Then right now watching us online or you're here with us this morning, you want to, you know, to live out this love. You want to know and live out God's love. The first step is to actually receive his love to be born again. So we are here. You want to be born again this morning. It's easy. You put your faith in Jesus that he died to pay the price for your sins. He was buried. He didn't stay there. He up again to give you a brand new life. If you believe this and you put your faith in him as a Lord and Savior, you are born again. So right now, if you want to get born again, just say after me, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died to pay my sins. You were buried, but you didn't stay there. Stop again to give me a brand new life. This morning, I received your free offer of forgiveness and new life to offer. I confess you as my Lord and Savior. I am born again. Say that prayer with us. You'll see a link on your screen on your comment section, alright, if you look on the screen in the comment section, the link to a short form. Just say your name, your phone number, your email, so we can reach out to you and help you to walk this journey. Father, this morning we are grateful for salvation, for, for dedications, for growth in love. Because we are strengthened this morning to live all this love for our world. We walk in your goodness and dispense your goodness to our world. In the name of Jesus, receive ideas, you know, visions, you know, thoughts that bring, you know, change and sufferings in our world in the name of Jesus. We are empowered to get involved. We have the courage and the, and the boldness to get involved to solve problems for our society in the name of Jesus. We grow up about selfishness, you know, and begin to see ourselves as those that you use to bring change to those around us. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.